The Man Whore Podcast is sponsored by HotMovies.com. Try out some ethical paid-for porn for free with none of those hidden fees or secret recurring subscriptions when you sign up at HotMovies.com slash bonus and use the promo code MANHOR. I want to thank Tushy for sponsoring The Man Whore Podcast. Get 10% off your own easy-to-install bidet attachment and leave the toilet feeling fresh and clean. Visit hellotushy.com and use promo code MANHOR. Do you like gambling? (laughs) You know I do. You should use your sports knowledge to make some extra cash with betdsi.com, which has been paying winners for 20 years. They've got one of the fastest payouts in the industry, which we all know is super important. Just go online or to their easy-to-use mobile site where you can bet on every play, every drive, and every score until the final whistle blows. First-timers get a 100% deposit bonus up to $500 when you use promo code MAN18. That's free money, people. Again, go to betdsi.com and use promo code MAN18 for this limited-time bonus. Now let's get to the show. Welcome to the Man Whore Podcast. Shout out to the kinky vets and bondage noobs, the slutty singles, and the poly people. This is Billy Presida, and you're listening to the Man Whore Podcast. All right. Hello. How you doing, everyone? Welcome to my show where I talk to women I've hooked up with about sex, dating, and why we didn't work out. This week, we've got on Ginger. Everyone, Ginger's on the show. Let's just say Ginger don't remember me too good. And we're going to talk more about that in a little bit. But first, show dates, people. Show dates. Okay. Mishawaka, Indiana. One more time, I'm going to be at the Smokestack Brew on September 18th at 7 p.m. I think I previously said 8 o'clock. It's uh, it's actually at 7. My bad. Then Los Angeles, November 4th, we're doing a Man Whore podcast live in L.A. Okay, we're doing the show with several of my exes on stage. You're not going to want to miss it. Uh, that's going to be over at the Comedy Dojo above the Sycamore Tavern. And if you would like to get tickets, you can go to manhorpod.com slash tickets. They are now on sale. Chicago, Chicago, Chicago. Uh, I have no stand-up shows, but we are going to do a fan whore meetup. This Sunday, September 16th, uh, I'm going to be in Chicago on my way to Indiana. So uh, I'm going to find a bar. We're going to get a reservation. We're going to watch some football, have some drinks, and hang out the afternoon of September 16th. If you want more information, shoot me an email at manhorpod at gmail.com. Of course, if you're on my mailing list, you already knew all of this. Because you get my emails for that. Uh, If you want to sign up for the mailing list, be uh, in the running for all sorts of random giveaways and fun announcements, go to manhorpod.com, sign up for that mailing list. Indiana, Chicago, LA, I'm going all over the place. Let's get to your emails. 
All right, y'all know I love uh, hearing from you. It's uh, probably my favorite thing to see in the morning is an email from a wonderful listener. Uh, This one comes from Stephanie. She writes, Hi, Billy. I've been a huge fan of your podcast for a few months now. I listen to it every shift I work. I just wanted to tell you how much of an inspiration you are. I guess that's a strong word, but as a whore who is in college just spreading her wings a bit... It's so great to hear so much sex positivity and hear about your experiences, both positive and negative. Thanks to you, I've met several strangers from Tinder and had amazing experiences because I asked for exactly what I wanted. Just wanted to say thanks and that I adore your show. Have a great day, Steph. Oh, Steph. Spread those college whore wings, girl. Go get it. Just, you know, make sure you're being safe and smart about it especially if you're doing the stranger play stuff. Make sure someone's got his or her contact info, but for the most part, have a good time. I'm glad you're asking for what you want. You're already uh, miles ahead of your average college gal. This next one comes from Martine. Martine writes, Hey, Billy, I'm just your average 22-year-old gay college student who, God knows why, happens to listen to your podcast. Let me tell you something, and I don't know if you've been told this, but the podcast thumbnail is so incredibly misleading. You literally look like your typical sexist male dickhead, but oh wow, was I pleasantly surprised by your content. I'm not usually drawn to anything related to straight men, especially if they seem overly masculine or bro dudish. I would never have myself listened to a podcast like yours simply because I'm not about that vagina talk. But even me being all about that dick (laughs) found your podcast engaging, informative, and super entertaining. You're one of the few straight guys I know of that's so openly sexual but still is respectful towards women and doesn't find sex exploration a threat to their masculinity. Go on doing your thing. Show us all that bro dudes can also be smart, conscientious, and sensible, and that there's no shame in working in the sex business. Also, I don't know how you look like in real life, but you must be hella hot judging by that sexy voice. Can't even imagine how your dirty talk sounds like. Anyway, comma, line break. (laughs) Good luck and keep on rocking your podcast, Martine. Oh, gosh. You flatter me. Uh, Thank you for the confusingly kind compliments. Glad you're digging the show and and that you found a way to enjoy uh, and relate to that strange brand of human known as the straight male. As for the album artwork, uh, well, one, you know what I look like in real life if you've seen the album artwork. Uh, The thing of me holding the roses with the panties on me. Yeah, you know what? That's what I look like in a suit and I never wear a suit. So that's not really what I look like, but look, as for the album artwork, I think it makes me look like a romantic slut. Maybe America's not ready for that concept yet. I don't know. But if you want to know more about how I look, uh, how blue are these eyes? Really? Just go follow me on Twitter and Instagram and you can determine how hot or extra hot I am. Those are your two options. I'm either hot or extra hot. You don't, you don't get to tell me otherwise. Um, but now let's go ahead and get to uh, my last email of this rundown, uh, which is titled Man Horcon 2018. 
and it comes from uh, my favorite swinger couple who who have been to both Manhorcons. Uh, we're going to call them J and L. Billy, Billy, Billy. Oh, Billy. Manhorcon 2018. Words can barely describe the time we had. It's a feeling, or more like a bunch of them, that we're savoring after the weekend. Being part of a significantly growing event, instant inclusion into an awesome group of friends, laughing, learning, the overwhelming sense of doing something awesome. Manhorcon 2018 was more fun than adults should expect to have. We needed no sleep, and just about none occurred. (laughs) New York was amazing. The events were a ton of fun, and it was really special to hang out with the comics we met throughout the weekend. It felt like a week of party that occurred in just 48 hours. Let me explain. No, there's too much, but I can sum it up with this. Look, we had the kickoff V-Club meet and greet, and that was perfect. It was low-key, low-pressure, and everyone got comfortable. There were so many people to get to know. Friday night's show at Lucky Jack's had to be the best comedy that weekend in all of New York City. Our crew was totally cracking up, and we all raced to meet the comics after the show. After, the pub crawl through some of the village's greatest bars uh, was also a historical tour of Billy Persida's wild adventures. Breathing deep when standing in the back room of the library, we could sense the excitement and ecstasy of the handjob you once received. The Double Down Saloon, Crocodile Lounge, and the Nowhere Bar rounded out the night. Day 2, Saturday. Started with sexy stories told by a crew of comics. Wow! We were right into it at the V-Spot Vegan Cafe, working through a recovery brunch while getting fired up for the day's events. A round of Billy trivia got us extra excited and laughing. Then we were on the move again, this time to Babeland, an elegant, sexy toy shop where we got a great workshop on various oral and hand pleasuring techniques. No doubt our crew was primed at this point for the live man whore podcast at Karma Lounge. It was a packed house, standing room only, and Billy got broiled by his exes. One of the best shows ever. And as if that wasn't enough, the whole con crew made its way to Midtown for an after party in a swanky condo that was absolutely legendary. We were rock stars that night, porn stars that night, great friends that night. It was man whore con. We miss everyone, and uh, and a special someone even more. Don't know who he's referring to. Uh, I know who they fucked last year. I don't know who they fucked this year. Jay, let me know. Uh, Day three, Sunday, wanted to be low-key, but no, 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 not at Manhorcon. Most of the after party didn't get back to their hotels until it was light out, but there we were at noon in Madison Square Park, chowing on some Shake Shack burgers and reliving the previous night before walking a few blocks up Fifth Avenue to the Museum of Sex, which is always a hit. Final thoughts. Your fans love you, man. Your friends, the other comics that entertained us throughout the weekend, they love you. And your sponsors took great care of you and us. Thanks to them all, especially Motor Bunny, who is responsible for a memory of you riding the device that none of us will ever forget. Next year, Manhorcon 3. We all hope so. Smooches, J and L. Oh gosh, uh, I can't believe it's already been over a month 
since Man Khan. And I just, I can't, <laughs> uh, my life is ridiculous. My life is great. And that's because of all the wonderful listeners who showed up uh, and made that weekend one to remember. I'm glad it left an impression on you and your deliciously hot wife. Uh, and I'm looking forward to seeing y'all both next year. And, and God damn it, I'm going to tuck a little bit of extra time aside at the after party for y'all. Because uh, every year it seems to somehow get by us. Ah, thank you so much. And uh, I think one of the things that made Manhorcon so special was that a lot of the people who came are also members of our fanhor community on Patreon. Seamless transition. I know. I'm so smooth. But for real, what was cool is that, you know, a lot of people have been chatting with each other for weeks, months, for some of them a couple years. They've been chatting with me personally. They've been chatting and making friendships with each other to the point that a lot of them have been like, (laughs) this is the part I love. A lot of my patrons have started meeting up and banging each other because of all the sexy flirting that goes on in the peep show or the geographical connections that are discovered in the champagne room. So those uh, communities have really been building and you could see that manifest at Manhorcon. Uh, speaking of people who support me, I want to give a shout out to hotmovies.com. Yes, I love me some hot movies. I have been incorporating this paid for porn into my porn viewings. Okay. Now, do you have to hashtag pay for all your porn? I mean, you should, but not, not realistic. So you know what? Hashtag pay for some of your porn, pay for a little bit of it, throw $30 into the industry here and there. It makes a huge difference. And what I love about hotmovies.com is that it's a pay per minute site. So you can just like, you can get like 300 minutes of porn viewing for like $30. And you know what I'm watching on hot movies? Oh gosh. Uh, I just watched a roller derby porno and I fucking loved it. Um, I love me some roller derby. I think I'm going to end up one day with a woman who does derby. Uh, I think that's my, my type, a derby chick with a cool haircut. Who's going to correct me on gender pronouns. That's my type. And, uh, actually hot movies announced that they are going to be getting a new, uh, derby porn. It's called talk derby to me. It comes out next Wednesday, uh, September 19th. I'm very excited for it because it stars Stoya, Joanna Angel, Sovereign Sire, Arabelle Raphael, uh, Gia Page, and a bunch of other, and some other uh, performers. So I'm going to see some like porn chicks I follow on Twitter in skates, wearing, wearing the little helmet condom with the star on it. Like, yo, I am here for some roller derby porn. And I'm going to watch it next week on hotmovies.com. And listeners of the Man Whore podcast will get 20 extra minutes of viewing credits. When you sign up at hotmovies.com slash bonus and use the promo code manhor. Not sure you got the cash. Not sure it's worth it. That's fair. I get that. Try the free trial, okay? You sign up using the free trial. Use my promo code. The 20-minute free trial turns into a 40-minute free trial. And there's no hidden subscriptions where like, you uh, find out five months later you've been getting billed every month. None of that. You enter your credit card information when you sign up. You're only billed when you actively make 
a purchase. Again, go to hotmovies.com slash bonus. Use promo code manhor Hashtag pay for some of your porn. And now for this week's guest, Ginger. Oh, Ginger, Ginger, Ginger. Yeah, so I met Ginger at a makeout party a couple years ago. And let's just say she don't remember me. Nah. I hit her up. Uh, I actually first asked if she would do the live podcast, but she wasn't available. But I still definitely wanted to talk to her. So uh, Ginger came on over, and <laughs> as soon as I opened the door, she was like, yeah, no bells. Don't remember ya." But that didn't stop us from having an interesting conversation and connecting about like a wide range of topics. So let's go talk about bad kissers and BDSM with Ginger. Poly cocktails. Oh, yeah. That place I'm not allowed to anymore. <gasps> what happened? Oh, I got banned from Open Love and Y on some bullshit um, earlier this year. Like no in uh, March. Uh, I think it was like late February, like mid February, late February. Yeah. What what happened? I was hosting a speed dating event. Interesting. Uh, it's a wonderful side job of mine. And uh, what happens is sometimes they don't go so well for the women there. They're, they're a little <laughs> underwhelmed. I mean, is it that just every day of any woman's life? Yeah, but then like these women also like paid a cover charge to meet these dudes. And then they're like, oh, this offering isn't stellar. Yeah. You know what that's like? That's like the the sex parties that people go to where like women get in for free, guys pay a hundred bucks, and then mm. the guys like lose their shit if they don't get laid. Well, yeah, that's I mean, that's like. a whole different thing. I mean, that's why I always liked Hacienda because uh, it's like very <sighs> equal pricing. Be- and then that eliminates a lot of, at least a, a lot of the entitlement attitude yeah, behind yeah. that admission price. Because mm-hmm. if you have dudes paying $200 and the women are free, yeah, dude, not that they're right, but I understand why their brain got to this shitty place. It's absolutely a, like, we are trading this for this. Like, this is an exchange rate, right? right. That's how that works, but right. not quite. So, I mean, I mean, the, the men and women both pay to attend the speeding events. Yeah. And, and so sometimes... A little underwhelmed. And in this particular event, you know, the women were not, I think it was like singles in their 20s and 30s. And some of the women, what will happen will then be like, well, this host hasn't said anything stupid yet because I didn't go on dates with them. I didn't get an opportunity to fuck up. (laughs) You would if given the opportunity. Oh, 100%. I'm very good at fucking up. And so anyways... A couple women were asking me because they were like on a break date and I was just like walking around. But oh, so how's it going? They were like, yeah, it's all right. It's all right. So like, are you single? And (laughs) I had actually just gotten dumped like a week prior. So I'm already in a heartbroken place. Oh, no. Right? I was like, yeah, I actually just got dumped on a Sunday. And they were like, oh. And I said, uh, and so they were like, you're available? I was like, yeah. And then I I threw in. But just by the way, like, I'm also non-monogamous. And then the look on their faces these like two women, two very attractive women who were into me instantly looked horrified. Ugh. And that made me feel shitty. I have emotions too. I know I yeah. don't I know I look like I I fist bump dudes in the face. Yep. But like I, you know, I feel and mm-hmm. I didn't know where else to turn, so I went to uh Open Love and I made a post because I was like feeling sad. Mm-hmm. So I went to the poly group to get some poly support. Mm-hmm. And I posted uh, these two women just asked if I were at the speeding event, asked if I was available. I said, yes. And I told them that I'm not monogamous. And they looked at me like I punched a Zika baby. 
See, elaborate. funny. Elaborate. See, I like funny. It. Proof, funny. Laughter Actually. equals funny. That's how that works. It's all. That's the only measuring stick. Whether or not it's offensive is not whether or not it's funny. So, these, these things can be mutually exclusive. Should they be other? That's a totally different yes, thing. But uh, uh, they can be and should be sometimes so, mutually exclusive. And the topic of the subject of the joke is not a Zika baby. The subject of the joke is people treat me, you know, two women treat me kind of shitty mm-hmm. for being poly. Mm-hmm. I post that. Lots of likes. No big deal. Yeah. Uh, a lot of likes. A lot of people saying like, hey, I'm really sorry. That's really shitty. Um, that sucks. Yep. So like, great. I'm getting some support that I look for. Mm-hmm. It actually sounds like something from a Cards Against Humanity card. Like, that's the kind of thing that is. Anyway. But continue. a couple people were not pleased. SG doubles use. Excuse me? Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> careful what you say. Maybe you'll get banned from there next. I Well, I don't go on there, so mm-hmm. they, they got nothing on me. Well, what happened was um, I think a couple people commented that they were like, "What? why is it funny that it's a Zika baby? I was like... This isn't about, like, yes, it's a funny post, but this isn't about funny, like, I'm looking for support. And they were like, well, would it be funny if it's, like, if it was, like, a child with uh, Down syndrome? And just, like, you're baiting me. Yeah, because the answer is yes. It would still be funny. It (laughs) serves. punching any child is still funny in the response to this joke. Punching baby in the face, sure, fine. But, like, you know, add add some flavor, add some specificity, Mm -hmm. some detail. Zika baby. What kind of baby? Zika baby. Yes. Any baby that is unfortunate, has some sort of disability, is bad to punch in the face even more than a normal baby. Yep. Uh, you're, just, you're just heightening the the atro- the atrocity. Yes, and that's what makes it extra funny. Because this is the no. I'm like I had the. It's I felt crazy because I was like, you all know, no Zika baby, no baby was punched. Zero yeah, like, babies were punched in the in the making of this post. These are just words that I wrote onto a computer and then got posted into the ether. Like, yeah, what are you holding against me now? So and so they were like, would it be funny if it was Down syndrome baby? I was like, yeah, it'd also be funny if it was like. Uh, kick the crutches out from a woman holding her groceries or slashing the tires on a special needs bus. All these things would cause someone to look horrific. And this is how these women looked at me for being poly. You know, that thing we all share in this Facebook group. Anyways, the mods were not pleased. Christy and them were not <sighs> pleased. They've also never been pleased with me, apparently, with oh, no. uh, the things I post on the internet. Oh, man. And so they use that as an opportunity to ban me from the group and then also from um, poly cocktails and anything else that they oh, host. Man. It's fine. I found another group that is way more reasonable. And um, I had other people reach out privately and said, like, they overdid it and they yep. overreacted. I was like, that's whatever. I don't they need, were biased. I don't need poly cocktails. Yeah. I, there, are there other poly places to go that I don't know about? It was a, it's a, the, I joined a poly Facebook group. Okay. Um, cause really just what I need is like, I needed some place to go when I have something that's poly specific, mm-hmm. poly problems or whatever. Yep. Because otherwise my Facebook feed is full of like fucking people I went to high school with and stand up comedians. Yep. Comics. Fun and all, not great for like moral support on Polly. No, or most things. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. Well, I, and it was funny that uh, I, I was I reached out to a buddy of mine who is in the group, and he's a comedian, mm-hmm. uh, David Piccolomini, friend of the pod. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, yo, so uh, this happened. He's like, yeah, Billy, you know, my only issue with the post is that Zika baby is hack. 
<laughs> he's like, it's not hack. He, well, he was like, it's not offensive. It's just, you know, it's a hacky punchline. Oh, <laughs> I was like, that's Fair. the thing, though. Like, comedian, comedian friends are always going to like come back at you with like, oh, but more funny. And it's like, no, I just want you to be a person for like man, just a I minute. I mean, at that point, it was, I mean, it, it cheered and, me. Course, it cheered me up. Course. So, yeah. Um, so that is why. But that's why I am you... no longer welcome at Open Love and Why events. Okay. Well, yeah. uh, sad to see you go, but like not really, it's, basically. <laughs> oh, thanks. It's very kind of uh, of my guest this week, Ginger, to say, hey. Hey. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Billy. Hi. Hello. Um, here I am. So, yeah, here you are. Uh, <laughs> let's let's just start with this for a moment. Do mm-hmm. you remember me at all? Not even remotely. Perfect. I thought I thought maybe like when I heard your voice because I am face blind. I mm-hmm. thought maybe when I like heard your voice, it was like near you, something would trigger. But there's just nothing. there's just nothing. There's just nothing there. It's perfect. Um. So I there, like there's a half of my brain that's like you should feel bad about this guilt, guilt, guilt. I'm like. Or I could just not. I mean, do you really need to keep track of everyone you've made out God, with? God, I would never have the RAM. See, I just, I do it because I professionally have to. Yes. Uh, and it works for you. Obviously, you wouldn't be able to have gotten this far in your podcast if you didn't have that kind of memory, which is impressive, let's be honest. Yeah. And, you know, the help of like a, you know, Google spreadsheet. So <laughs> <laughs> have you kept one for years? So when I, before I had the podcast, there yeah. was just like a doc mm-hmm, and it mm-hmm. said everyone in order and like what we wow. did and just, like just using the bases, okay. like it would be like so-and-so two, so-and-so three receiving, like, mm-hmm. you know, or so, you know, this person. You had a shorthand. Yeah. Four plus RJ, because like we have to let people know who licked my asshole because it is a special thing. It is. It's very, very special. Yeah. So I have, I have a couple of different lists. There's like people that i like made out with i don't have them actual lists but like people that i've like made out with and done stuff like not quite including sex or you forgot to put me on that list i Uh. did i did forget to put you on that list i guess uh, i'm not gonna say that because that's mean Ah, um come on no 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 i guess you weren't impressive enough maybe that's that's probably it look i forgot to tell you be open honest you can insult me you can interrupt (laughs) you can yell you can cry whatever all right I'll I'll do my best to be uh, sincere, genuine. Yeah. Um, I have like a like not quite sex list. Um, that's kind of less important to me in general because like if they don't make it onto the more intimate stuff list, like they probably weren't worth remembering in the first place. Mm-hmm. And then there's like the list of people I had intercourse with, and that's great. And then there's the like just as important list of people that I have not fucked, but had like really intense scenes with or like, mm-hmm. m- you know, had important like relationships with that did not involve sex, but did involve kink stuff. Mm-hmm. So, and the know, people you want to fuck, they just have headshots of them in your closet. Well, we don't talk about that on the internet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, so when I reached out to you, you were like, Hey, don't really remember, but okay, I'll do the thing. Uh, this is great. Did I, so we made out at a lip service party. Yes. Which I'm also not welcome at anymore. <gasps> what? And once Billy. again, Billy's... Look, anything that I'm banned from has nothing to do with any sort of consent violations, which is hilarious. I believe that. I, like, I legitimately believe that. Right. Because there are people who go to those parties who have committed consent violations. They're welcome. Yep. It's a weird world. Yep. Uh, we don't have to get into no. the specifics of Gemini no. and Scorpio today. Yeah, they're, they're not... 
I like their parties, but they're not my favorite either. Sure. It's well, just some... They're fun entryway parties. Exactly. They're, they're, good, they're good beginning steps. At this present stage, they can fuck off. Um, so... <laughs> Respectfully. My first lip service, you were the first person I, like, person I didn't go with, that I made out with uh, during the Spin the Bottle game. Oh! We, but we just made out during Spin the Bottle. That's all it was. Okay, then... Yeah, I definitely would not remember sure. you. That's um, fine. I loved those spin the bottle games. Mm-hmm. That was like the most excellent. Because when you're a kid, you play spin the bottle and you're like, this is weird and I feel exhilarated and terrified and it's just it's just kind of awful. And so you don't really do it. And then you think like as an adult, like spin the bottle is, you know, it's for losers for teenagers. But actually playing spin the bottle as an adult was just, it's just everything you want it to be. Mm. It really is. You get to, like, you get to watch hot people, other pe- hot people make out. You get to make out with hot people. You get to be considered hot by other people while you make out. It There's just, there's no bad way to do it. Uh, well, mm, there are bad ways, like, when you have to make out with, like, not hot people. Yes. I I would, it's not even, like, about hot. It's about, like, when you have to make out with people who are bad kissers. I think those are separate things, but they're both very valid. The you only, do, the you only do... thing that matters to me is if someone's a bad kisser. Okay. Well, yeah. you, you, you expound on the bad kissing, and then I'll go back into ugly people. Oh, man. So, like, I – this is actually – the most intense one was, like, it was actually the l- last lip service I went to for a while. And I – my pal that night was Sky – I think his name was something. It was something. Um, I remember what he looked like, but... Uh... Was something his burner name? I hear that's... <laughs> a lot of people at these play parties, they throw around their burner name right. as their nickname. Yeah, no, no, that was his FetLife name. That's <laughs> what it was. FetLife name. Something. Some, something 69. Dr. Something. Yeah, Dr. Something. Great. <laughs> um, anyway, he was a guy that like I think I'd met at a... Actually, I'd met at a Poly Cocktails, like, and he'd wanted to go to lip service. So I was like, I could use a pal, like, why don't you come with me? Um, And he'd been flirting with me and I wasn't interested. But I let him come with me as a, like, hey, you know, I will happily help introduce you to this world. And he kind of wasn't for it. He was really unnecessarily aggressive. Like he was the one who was Wait, like for it, as in he wasn't appropriate for it, or yeah, he wasn't into. Like okay. he was, he was the one who was like giving people consent issues, like borderline consent issues, where mm. it was just like you know kissing someone for too long and like holding the back of their head when they were trying to pull away, kind of thing. That's not cool. And he was also, as I found out, one unfortunate bottle spin later, like. You just when you go in and their tongue is already halfway out of their mouth, mm. you're just you're not gonna have a good time. I like how you said, you know, he's committed consent violations, but you know what's even worse? He's a bad kisser. I did what's, not. What could we possibly think of that's worse than sexual assault? Bad form, you know? Like, bad come form. on. <laughs> have you ever just had someone's tongue like all up and down your face and just like inside of your throat? It's not. Mm. I've had women spear dart their tongues down my throat or they like give an ambiguous amount of time. Or, you know, it irks me more with kissing is people who do open mouth kissing with no tongue 
and like but just kind of keep their mouth open for a yeah. long because i'm like so do you want my tongue do you not like what are we doing yeah like am i are we just breathing for each other like that's yeah. weird because like otherwise like uh, open mouth kissing without tongue should be like short like you're opening and closing continuously yeah. Yeah. you're not opening and just holding it yeah that's weird that's i mean the variation on that that works uh, this is my preferred kissing method is lip kissing where it's like it, there's not that tilt, head big big head tilt you're just kind of kiss, kissing at each other's lips the whole time and it, yeah. it's it's just better it's just better because the tongue i'm not sure what tongues are supposed to do with french kissing like there there's not a lot of nerve endings there they're really wet and then you're just tasting someone else's like food leftovers. Like that's not fun. Well, for hopefully, me. when you're going to a makeout party, people are uh, brushing their teeth a bit. I mean, true, but yeah. uh, I'm just talking about in general with kissing because mm-hmm. we've I've I in my head I've already moved on to like general kissing oh, rules sure, sure, for sure. ginger. <laughs> yeah. So so that guy bad kisser bad kisser, uh, and that's that's the big turnoff for you. I mean, like we we were talking about like you know people ways in which the spin the bottle can be not that much fun and and that's really the only thing is like if someone's just being a unnecessarily aggressive Mm -hmm. or b if like they're making out with you and you're like this is no no you're not you have no technique no finesse just stop um how are they supposed to learn ginger well how do we learn how to kiss better i i came very close in fact like if I had seen him again, I probably would have been like, so look, you are cool, but I think part of the reason that you weren't getting the response you wanted is because your kissing technique is really sloppy. Is there a kissing coach out there? Maybe that's a career path. That is absolutely a thing. I'm sure, even though I've never come across it, I'm sure it's a thing. Mm. It can't not be a it thing, It needs right? to be a thing. It ought to be a thing. Yeah. $25 an hour. Yes. No, sorry. No. $25 a half. Yeah, half hour. Half hour. Yeah. 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 I teach you how to kiss, and it can be an overall dating thing. You know, yeah, if comedy doesn't work out, I've, I found my new thing. There you go. I I've mean, been told I'm a, a, a fairly good kisser. Fairly good. I don't know. Is it going to cut it? You got to be like truly excellent to have as a profession. Yeah, but I can't say okay. I'm. I can't say I'm an excellent kisser because <laughs> I sound like an asshole. I already look like one. I have to be very cautious with my wording. Oh no! I think that if you look like an asshole and you sound like an asshole, but you're completely confident about it, then it it's just what it, mm. you make it. Like confidence is sexy, hundred mm. percent. Well, well, what's been the bottle? The other unfortunate thing is like, so it's a, the party is like a pansexual makeout party. Yes. So at minimum, you need to be obviously comfortable with other people around, mm-hmm. like of various genders making out with each other. But you, like, you can play spin the bottle if you're, say, a straight guy and you don't want to make out with dudes. You can pass. You can say, I don't want to make out with that person. But you're going to look really fucking lame. You really are. So you got to, so you got to like, and what... <laughs> What was frustrating that first time I went, I landed on my first six spins, six, like five of the six spins, I had to kiss dudes. You also, I, I'm pretty I had sure, very I, bad feel luck. Like, I feel like the, at least the first couple of events that I went to, like lip service parties, were like dude heavy, which is this, unfortunate. Well, our circle was not dude heavy. Uh, I was just, just look, luck. I have been a bad gambler for a long, long <laughs> time, Ginger. Uh, and, and just for, uh, for timeline's sake, this would have been February 2016, <clears throat> whenever that part, I think like, you know, the day before Valentine's Day or whatever. 
Because I remember my outfit was red. I wore like this red robe thing and like cute red undies. And I had a bag around my neck. Oh, someone drew a... Wait, did you... Were you wearing white underwear with, with uh, red hearts on it? Um, I will pull up a photo. Please do. And people, you will see this photo I might probably. remember the outfit. You'll probably see this photo on Instagram unless I decide to be annoying and post it behind the paywall on Patreon. <laughs> I will decide that when I'm ready to. Yes, it's, it's my your body. Picture. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it's on your phone, so you're just going to show it to me with your screen. That I am. Yeah. Uh, so I had my friend drew a red heart around my eye, one eye, like mm-hmm. a big red heart. Um, and that was good. Mm. Okay. So I had this heart over my eye. And the silk, I, I actually, your hair was this. very different. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Okay. First of all, clean shaven, you look like an entirely different human. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah, very different. And your hair is totally different. Yeah. No, I don't. That person I recognize. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I what I should have done is open the door half naked. You would have been like, ah, now I, now, well, now you I remember. You would have had to shave. And, and, I could have done know. that. Or you could have just, you know, left the mystery and had just... No, nobody would care. Fair, fair. Yeah. And the other thing I had is I was wearing a bag around my neck and I put Hershey Kisses in it and I sign this is like, take a kiss, leave a kiss. So basically it's like, oh, if you want Hershey Kiss, you just gotta yes. give me a kiss. Yes. I thought that was cute. I, thought, I think it was cute too. It, it, didn't, it didn't work out too well, but like, it's <laughs> fine. It's fine. You yeah. know, you tried, you failed, you'll try again. I was creative. Yeah. Yeah. That's the first time I'd ever seen that. Yeah. So like, so I brought a couple friends, um... Back in like January, mm-hmm. I went with a that January or this January. This past January, mm-hmm. I went with like my then girlfriend, uh, a couple of their friends, and then my um, and then like one of my dearest friends who I don't fool around with because she's just like she's all like you know what I want to get out there and try some things. So bring her to the thing. We go in the in the in the circle, and she had to make out with this one dude who had this like beard, and he was just like he was a little you know I call unfortunate looking. And mm-hmm. he was such a bad kisser, but apparently had bad breath. And she landed on him three times. Oh. And she kept telling me, like, Billy, he's such a bad kiss, Like, such a bad kisser. This is so unpleasant. Oh, God. Save me. Save so me. So that's part of the thing with spin the bottle. Yeah. You're running a risk. You are. So for me, like that. Like love, it is always a risk. Right. So <laughs> so on that night, I, like, landed on a lot. Of, so I was trying to be a good sport. Yeah. Right? So I would basically, like, if I landed on a dude, um, I would basically go, like, all right, come here. I got as, you know. I was mimicking the bros who used to beat me up in high school. I did oh, the best gosh. I could. Like, All right, come on here. Come on here, you. Uh, and I would just grab both cheeks with my hands and I'd give him a big, like, grandpa kiss. Like, I'm, Mwah! Oh, my God. Because I'm like, I'm not. Yeah. You're not going to make out with them. I'm not making it. It's just, no. I'm not, not there. That's not, I'm not there yet. Yeah. I'm not in that place. It was, it was your first party. I mean, that's, well, that's really I've been to plenty of sex parties, just not a make out party. Yeah. And it's this. And I'm not into men, which makes that a whole different level thing to transcend. Mm -hmm. It's like, Mm -hmm. I'm only making out with dudes if it's like on order from a woman I love of many years. Yeah. See, this is what's (laughs) nice about being bi. It's just everybody. Yeah. How dare you have that convenience? I, you know, I do not take it for granted. I'll tell you that much. Uh Uh-huh. Like, I I talk to, like, even literally my, my sister sometimes is like, so women, right? I'm like... Yeah, women. Women, am I right? <laughs> Basically, hey. though, um, and and there have been times where she's like, she says that that thing that women say sometimes, and other people have said this to me before. Like, sometimes I wish I was gay, and I'm like, well, women are crazy too. Like, yeah. it's not better. It's just it's just different. It's just like a little bit different, and also like 
maybe a few more orgasms, but you're dealing with a lot more crazy. Couple more orgasms, but like you gotta be willing to accept the taste. Totally different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, I I I found that like sucking dick became it was something I was uncomfortable with at first, and then when it was something that someone that I really liked something ha uh, someone that I really liked I was like wait wait this is awesome. Oh man, I, I want to get really good at this now. So I did. And, um, and how did we get really good at this? Uh, practice. Same way you get the Carnegie Hall. Okay, <laughs> there we go. I'm I'm embarrassed for how, you with that joke. They they say, hey, how do you suck dick at Carnegie Hall? And I say, practice. I, or if you know the Booker, either one. Yeah, uh, blow really. the Booker. Really, is you how know, you do it. <laughs> if if Carnegie Hall had those kind of stage performances, I would totally go. I'd pay that money, uh-huh. right? But uh, I don't think I think they just do like I don't know orchestral music or some shit. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I got to going down on women later in my life. You said that like it was yesterday. Like later, <laughs> like as in yesterday. I just started. I, I Sometimes that's what it feels like, actually. That's what it feels like. Because like every, because a dick, it's like, it's just there and pretty much the same thing works for almost all dicks. Mm-hmm. And the same thing does not work for all vaginas. I think the same thing works for all dicks, but the, whatever you're, whatever extra thing you do is, it goes dick to dick. Yes, that's like, true. Like, I think with going down on women, like, women are very different. I think all dicks, you have a baseline mechanic Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that will work. Then anything extra, you're going to need to check. Like, does he like his head played with? Does he like the swivel hand? Does he like two hands? Does he like that hand-mouth combo? Does he want no hand? You need to stick a finger in his ass. All the extras, I think, are extra. But I think there's a baseline mechanic that anyone can kind of do. Yeah. You know what? I, I never quite know what to do with, even though sometimes I want to. Is like, I the don't know balls. what to do with the balls. Because yeah. some guys are just so sensitive that mm-hmm. like you you touch them even a little bit the wrong way and it's like their hot arm just disappears. And you're like, shit, I, oh Where'd no. Where'd it go? Look under I, the bed. I like, I popped the balloon and now the sex is over. Fuck. Um, rather than like everything else I, I know what to do with and then other guys like really like their balls played with but they're weird and they're squishy and they don't I don't really know what they do like how, what do you do with if them if it makes you feel better I own a, a, a pair of balls you don't know what to do with them I don't even know what to do that's I, great that I actually fe- does make me feel better I feel like I'm supposed to have her do stuff with my balls only because I'm like I guess I'm supposed to I they're don't even accessible it's not because like I need people to play with my balls I'm just like I guess I'm supposed to ask for the balls I don't know it's like when you go to a fancy <laughs> restaurant you want to order one thing but everyone's like no 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 you gotta try the oysters I'm like I don't I'm not really an oyster guy. I like guy. oysters is a good uh, uh, simile for this. Please yeah, continue. I'm not, I'm not an oysters mm-hmm. man. I'm really, really more about steak. No, no, no. You gotta get the oysters. It's like, are you sure? Okay, I guess I'll get them. And then you get them, and like, they're fine. But I still really would have rather had the steak. Yeah, seriously. Everyone would have always just just get what just get what's in your heart. As in, get what's in your dick. Mm-hmm. Suck the dick that you want to suck. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> you just shoved a lot of things right there. <laughs> I really did. I didn't know where to go with the set statement, so I just decided to throw everything that, in the pot. That's and okay. See what happened there? You were starting to say things. Eventually, look around, just like where's that person in the improv scene who runs in front of us to clear the scene? Right. Uh, that's exactly <laughs> where, where I could use that right now. <laughs> um, so the dick you want to suck? I think I help. <laughs> so so anyways, yeah. So at at the makeout party in the spin the bottle, uh, one of the few women I finally got to make out with was you. Me. 
And then what happens is I actually- I was great, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, I <laughs> I would ask names just, partially just because like I was like, when I walked up to each woman in the middle of the circle, mm-hmm. I'd be like, can I can I have your name? And yeah. Just, or it'd be like, hi, I'm Billy. Just like, just so I'm like, I want to know who I'm sucking face with. Yeah. And then like, I remembered and I put that right in the list, tucked it away. Yeah. Forget things. Uh, the only reason I actually know who you are and don't know how to find these other women who I only have- <laughs> like first names for yep uh is because i went to like a storytelling open mic yes. and i recognized you yes and you were talking to uh and i saw you talking to her and was like that's the chick i made out with that lip service i don't need to go like bombard her right now but i'm just gonna like make a mental note and then i went and searched like uh her her facebook yeah. friends i just searched ginger and then i found you yep yep here i was um, and I continue to be. Yeah. Uh, I was like, let's write down that last name. Cause like, I don't know, at some point in time, I'm going to need to ask her to be on the show. Yep. <laughs> did I, did I tell a story that night? Probably. I probably also didn't stick around the watch oh, cause I'm man. a piece of shit. Storytelling. That's actually, I don't know if they still do that at, at the Delancey. It's more of a variety open mic. Yeah. Ames, you know, Ames Beckerman? I don't. Ames, uh, th- this dude Ames runs it and mm-hmm. yeah. I oh, really oh, liked the storytelling mic. An Eskimo brother of yours and, and hers too. Oh. Yeah. Also used to do that to that person. Ah. <laughs> Such a small, small world, small, though. Small, small world it's and tiny. one very slutty dude that was involved. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, no truer statement, though. Mm-hmm. I, I really, I I had such high hopes for that person. For that relationship? I Again, uh, and I said this, I think before before the the recording started. Relationship is a generous word. Well, what 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 was that relationship about, or it, whatever it was? It was okay. So like, th- this person, you know, he was someone that like I knew because you know he ran the that open mic that open mic. Um, also and, ran some other storytelling shows. Yeah, in New York and City. and I I would see him sometimes at the dungeon downstairs, but like not really that that whole dungeon party. By the way, always X. made me. Uh, is that what it was called? It made me uncomfortable. Yeah, it was. It's a five dollar sex party. Yeah. I know it's a fetish party, but I say sex party because yeah. it's funnier if it's a sex party. <laughs> uh, also comes with less questions. It, it, it's a five dollar like sex party, and then I'm just like, a homeless guy can panhandle five dollars in an hour. Yep. I think I like I know sex parties are trying to be more accessible, but like but, also, can we like raise the price to keep out homeless people? Yeah, no. And I I really think that when it comes to both sex and fetish parties, it's about like who hosts. It's about like it, so my like the best the best play and I call them play parties. Mm-hmm. The best play parties I've ever been to have been hosted by like the cream of the crop people who are involved in the scene. Who How'd are, you get invited to such uh, cream of the crop parties? I, I looked at them on FetLife. Oh, okay. Um, Is that really where all the sex parties are listed, FetLife? Oh, yeah. Every, like, I found I'm out not, about I'm lip not, service. I'm not on FetLife. I found out about lip service from, from FetLife. Um, but that the the one in particular that I'm talking about, I I like I guess I'd seen it at the time the uh kind of quote-unquote organization or company or whatever, like whatever, was called a uh, Wilds Playground. Okay. Um, and I on Fat Life, and I I didn't use it that much then. I don't use it a ton now. Um, but Wilds Playground like messaged me personally, like my mm. Fat Life page was like, Mwah. Mwah. I really like. I actually felt like very. I think like I was a, a friend of a friend kind of thing. Like I'd met someone at a party, um, who was like close to the people who ran Wilds Playground. Um, and I was messaged like, hey, 
like here's this party it is great you should come like i think you'd really like it mm. i i can't remember how what the phrasing was but i was obviously it was very flattered mm-hmm. um and i checked out the page and i was it didn't seem like a hoax it didn't seem like you know someone trying to swindle me and i asked around it was like it was legitimate uh you know they they ran a couple of parties so um wilds playground used to host uh parties called lotus um they were hosted out of a, a pretty small smallish space a studio on some high rise in like 46 or something yeah. um and it wasn't like the you know the scene wasn't extra better like the play wasn't extra better it was just somehow like the people the 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 people of that ended up at this particular party hosted by these particular people were just like of a higher caliber of kink Mm -hmm. and like they were you know people for the whom it was a lifestyle sure it was like not a choice it was a necessity and And then would you make a good impression with them and they're like we gotta invite ginger more to the parties yes She's That's great. Exactly what She's happened. fun. She gets tied up well. She also brings the best cupcakes. I do bring the best. No, I wasn't the one who brought cupcakes that time. Um, <laughs> do you actually bring food to these parties? You can. Mostly it's bring your own booze, but you can. Right. App- but there was one time, I think it was somebody's birthday in the group, and it was just like somebody brought cupcakes. Um, they see, were delicious. See, there were cupcakes. So uh, there was a hacienda on Saturday. I've never been to a hacienda. Never been to a hacienda. I don't know how it's how have never you not happened. You slutty never, weirdo. How have you I never know, been? I know. I've just I've just been in like an alternate universe of the king community. If you want to invite me, please do. Sure. Yeah. Yes. It's not like that exclusive of an invite. But I have, <laughs> have tried to, to go and have not been able to. Okay. So why do people say like I'm not bringing you? Or no, I just I've never met someone who had been. Okay. Somehow. Well, there... or at least had never like met someone, and then we talked about it, and I'd found out that they. It's the least anyway. I can do for having you do this show. Yay! Um, so, I was like, well, I went Saturday, and there were cupcakes, but I couldn't eat them because I was on day three of like this no carbs thing. No carbs so thing sounds stupid. It, it, you know, I lost eight pounds in six days. Yeah. And then today I get the binge, and mm-hmm. then I gotta not do it again till next Thursday when I go to Cancun, and then hopefully I will be like, you know, a little slimmer. Okay. Uh, hopefully. Great. Anyways, uh, <laughs> I I cut off my cut myself off from carbs for a month. I lost fifteen pounds, and I also lost my mind. Yeah. So, yeah. but I'm okay. Uh, I don't need my mind. I don't. <laughs> I don't need that. Yeah. No, that's not right? necessary for what you do. No, to, <laughs> to feel decent about myself for five seconds, I don't need my mind. All right. I I can respect that. For me, it was a an enlightening experience. This is how of, eating disorders work, everybody. Hey. Uh, if you don't know. As the, it is an actual addiction, friends. This is uh, the rationalization behind the, uh, the disorder. Okay. Yep. Uh, well, We're getting a little off topic. That's okay. Uh, we've <laughs> talked about my eating disorder quite a bit on the show. Good. We can talk about mine for the rest of the th- time, but I feel like that would be boring. No, let's go into <laughs> the... Well, how, what was your introduction into kink? Uh, you're a gal in your your mid twenties, if are, I can say. And... Or do you mean like what was my introduction to like the idea of kink, or what was my introduction to like kink parties and I consider stuff. both of those uh different points on the, in the same story uh they, as in like let's start with how you got into kink i'm sure that will lead to the party okay um the real truth of this is that i read my first bdsm themed erotic fan fiction when i was 13 literotica 
No, fanfiction.net. Uh, I was a big fan of Literatica. I am currently a big fan of Literatica, let me tell you. I haven't, well, now I have a hard time going back to reading. Yeah. Of I course. can read Reddit stories, oddly enough. So maybe I can. I'll put it this way it's hard for me to find the, the in the category I look in that we're not going to disclose because Billy's allowed to have a couple secrets. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, we're not talking about the stuff I look up either. <laughs> no, not, no, 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 no. This, this is not how that works. Uh, this works. <laughs> Billy has like no secrets because he does this thing. I'm a, I've kept like two or three secrets okay. to keep because mm-hmm. I want to have something left. Yes, I understand that. <laughs> but like this is your opportunity mm-hmm. to to share one of these anonymously. Wait, what what categories are you searching in in Literatica? And Literatica, um, exclusively within the orgasm control and orgasm denial. Uh, oh tags. come on, that though that's not the one you were trying to not say. That is the one I was trying what's to not so, say. What's so embarrassing about that? It's not the embarrassment of like what it is. It's the embarrassment of the extent to which I like it. Okay, so you like what? So you said force orgasms and orgasm denial, or no orgasm control and orgasm denial. Okay, those, those are technically two different tags, so they're very, very much like the it's same. It's amazing tag. that forced orgasms, orgasm control is a thing because, like, so many dudes struggle just to give one by accident. I know, right? And yet, then there are dudes who are like, "No, I'm going to control it and like either deny it to you or force you to have multiple." Yep. And then there are just dudes who are like, "It's just because I got to imagine if, like, stories." If a guy like goes like, "What are you into?" and she's like, "Forced orgasms," he's like. Yeah, I can do that. And then he tries to like force one. She's like, you haven't even gotten yeah. close to the no, first. That's, that's something you got to do. Like you got to introduce way, way later in a relationship once once um, things have worked out or, in a certain event. Or early on if the person just happens to be good in bed, I feel like. True. Or Absolutely if true. you have a motor bunny, everybody, they're not even sponsoring <laughs> this episode. And I'm still plugging that shit. You know, use promo code manwhore for $50 off. Um, I use, I've used the motor bunny for orgasm denial. Mm-hmm. It's easy to do with orgasm denial. because uh, Do you know what the motor bunny I is? I have no idea. Please tell me. Do you know what a Sibian is? Yeah, I, so I had a feeling it was something like that. It's an off-brand Sibian. Yeah, right? basically. So well, I can control it. And then as she's like, oh my God, I'm so close. To, I'm so close. You go from like, you know, nine down the fucking one. Mm-hmm. And I've been cursed out many a time. Yes. It's very fun. Accurate. But I had one woman um, like a month ago wanted to try forced orgasms. Mm-hmm. She said like, my pussy's very sensitive. So I want to see if I can handle it. So I'm going to say like, like I'm going to seem in pain, but you know, here's the safe word. So don't, you don't turn it down until I say that. Mm-hmm. Um and so I was trying to actually do forced orgasms with the bunny, which I imagine one can do too. You just like, after she comes, you just like leave it cranked on 10 and just, you know, matter yeah. how much it hurts, I guess. Yeah, just just enjoy the show, really. Have you gotten to enjoy forced uh, orgasms or orgasm denial in person? Uh, some, like a little bit. Um, that's something that my most recent partner and I have finally kind of gotten into. I haven't like, it's not been a conversation, but I have indicated to him over a period of time that like this is something i really enjoy um we haven't gotten to a point of like you must come only on my command which is kind of peak yeah but uh you have to really be in tune with that person's body yeah because you both want to be able to like actually take control and and make her wait to when you want to but also you have to be in tune with the body to tell that she's even closer yeah. in that realm of possibility. Absolutely. Or... Absolutely. The one thing that makes it easier, because, and this was something like, so when I first started having sex, I didn't, then this is a common story, I wasn't climaxing during sex at all for like the first year or so. T- two. No, two years. Um, and 
I didn't really care that much. My partner cared a lot. Yeah. He was intense. There were lots of other things with that relationship. It has to do with oh, his God. entire sense of self. Yeah. If I can't make her come, then what's my purpose? Right? Like, why are you even with me? Like, wh- But that boy had so many fucking issues. Anyway, we're really actually not going to get into that. Okay, this sassy is a, pants. This is a much more interesting story because I... um. I didn't come drink sex at all, and then I was high one night, and we were fucking, and I, and it was like it was really nice, and I was feeling really good, and I experienced something, and I was like, I, oh my, I think I just fucking came, my very first G spot orgasm, changed my fucking life. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, and let me tell you all with all all people who have G spots, like please, please make friends, make. Best I like how you friends. Does anyone else enjoy? I, I know how I'm talking to nobody in particular as I look off into yes, the yes, right off, in, off the, somewhere else. The closet doors over there. Yeah, but. when I when I stop looking at you, it's me talking to them. Yes. Um, <laughs> I know. Anyone, there's, there's a lot of people. In anyone like how the the chick in her mid twenties is trying to like advise? women everywhere to be like you should all have orgasms as if they haven't been or haven't been trying i'm just spot like no because i i mean i just want to imagine the 40 year old be like wait g-spot that was the answer thank god i had this 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 girl born in the 90s told me thank god shut the fuck up bitch no man well it's like it's so frustrating because like i I always end up coming across, maybe not always, I come across as condescending, but I'm just a meaning from my heart. Me too. Whatever, right? I'm always it's told like, I'm condescending to younger people. <laughs> Didn't you just experience it? Okay. I'm going to kick you in the balls and you're not going to enjoy it. No, I'm not into CBT at all. <laughs> Unless it's cognitive behavioral therapy. Then, hey. it, then I like it, but I can't afford it. Oh my God, who can? Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, what's your current? Are, are you seem fairly active these days? Yes. Okay. You seems like you've got partners. You got people. You bang. Mm-hmm. What was your like? You know, growing up, like high school, college. Like, what was your activity like? Like, what was wh- who? Who was Ginger back then in the, in the dating world? I mean, in the dating world, I was just a person full of fantasies and nowhere to put them. Mm-hmm. Um, like my lowest bar for like being intimate with someone was that I trust them. And somehow that didn't seem like the people that were also interested in me because I was plus size growing up as well as now. Mm-hmm. That was not really like the the people who were interested in me were not the best people. I dated and I used the word dated very generously you seem again. to use that word very generously in general. <laughs> uh I my my like first quote unquote boyfriend we never even kissed okay like we it was like that classic high school like oh we're dating but like we don't actually do anything together and oh yeah yeah yeah, those i remember those that yeah yeah, yeah. um and then uh another guy same shit this the next year um there was this one time with this guy i met at a staples when i was like 16 or 17 Mm, staples the hot high school pickup spot yep except that he was not in high school um, Why does this not surprise me? Yeah, and I we we hung out, and I somehow ended up back in his apartment, and I panicked because I was like, I uh wait mm. as you should have since yeah. you were a child. Yeah, you know, like you do. Uh, and I 
his door was unlocked and I just left. I was like, how how old was he? I don't know. Um, I mean, not like way older. He was probably in his early twenties, but I was like, that's still nowhere close to cool. Yeah, no, no, that's not. But I've never. Guys, my age suck. They're right, guys are look. People our age always seem to suck, no matter what age you are. Yes, you will always find something a, a, a fault, right? But like, what are you thinking when this dude in his early twenties is talking to you and then inviting you back? Yeah, what? But, yeah. No, but what's in your head Mo- for that? I don't like. What's in my head in that moment is like, oh man, person who was attracted to me. Are you even real? Oh man, Were people not I've attracted been, to you in high school. No, I I was okay in high school. I was like a complete outcast socially. I had like one friend in my grade who I'm still friends with to this day. Okay. Uh, and then like a couple of other pseudo friends in other grades. But people in my year, they just like, they just mocked the shit out of me because I was weird. I was like walking around the hallways, like balancing my books on my head and like singing loudly and really not giving a shit what was normal or like average or what I was supposed to be doing or saying and just saying whatever I felt like. Uh, So I was quote unquote super fucking weird. And so yeah, like people didn't treat me well, talk about me nicely, or definitely if they were attracted to me, it wouldn't matter because it was socially socially unacceptable to be into me. Right. Same. I mean, for but for me, it was like to be friends with me. It was socially oh, unacceptable. Man. Yep. I mean, which also carries into being interested. Yep. <clears throat> Except like also worse. Yeah. Yeah. Like the kids who, like the, not the golf, the, the outcast kids and the kids with like possible behavioral issues. <laughs> Even they kind of picked on me. Oh, man. It's weird when, like, the kid who, like, is possibly a little autistic also has to bully me just to keep his social rep up. That's harsh, <laughs> man. That's brutal. That's why you're such a good comedian. So uh, so when you're 16, you got this guy who's in, who's way too old, and he's going, and you're thinking, like, just, you're not even seeing the age. You're going, you're blinded by the by the attention. That yeah, and by that just, like, is attention. opportunity, yeah. like... Oh, man, I have been, like, wanting to have any type of physically intimate experience since I was, like, old enough to have, you know, nerve endings, which sure. that's not exactly what I mean. But you Let's know what I Let's go with, mean. like, uh, have a period. That's probably a better time yeah, that you start fantasizing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, sure. Let's go with I definitely only fantasized after I got my period. Yeah. What? Let's go with that for now. Sure. Um, but I was thinking, like, I really, like, I want to do stuff with this person. I don't want to do that much stuff with them i just want to like make out with them or something and had you made out with anyone i had at that point made out with one person uh some that some asshole that i like met on a cruise uh he was french he was he was really was he also older no he was my age okay yes he was my age so you made out with like an inappropriately older man yeah Okay. Uh, and then how and and when did you did you ever think anything different of it? Did you ever think like this is kind of odd, or were you just more again into the attention? I was so. I mean, okay. Like historically, when I was fifteen, I was touched inappropriately by my uh, like a friend of the family, and it was the same sensation of like this is bad, and I know this is not right, but like, oh hey. My nerve endings are firing and someone is showing me affection. So, like, maybe I'll just wait this out and see if 
it goes in the direction I want. See where it takes us. And it did not go in the direction I wanted, and it got weird, and I was like, okay, never mind. I got up, mm. and I left, and uh, it didn't have severe an severe impact on my mental health at 15 years old. Absolutely. Mm. But I got past it um, eventually. Uh, in fact, one month ago, I saw him for the first time since that a moment of 10 years ago. Um, I confronted him, told him what he'd done to me, that whether or not he remembered, because he claimed he didn't remember. Mm. It didn't matter because his actions had an effect on other people. I completely told him off, ripped him to shreds, looking, by the way, fine as fuck. Okay. He didn't say anything, and I just walked out. Like, it was, it was honestly one of the most proud moments I've ever had for myself. I was like, I prepared for that conversation. I had it successfully. I didn't break down. I was completely strong in the face of someone who really hurt me, and- now I just can just not care. Hmm. Like I can just not care about it anymore. And that was the most powerful thing about it was because I had to spend that weekend like he was going to kind of be around. In this, around, exactly. Um, and he would be in the room and I just like, it just didn't matter to me anymore. Hmm. Um, that was a huge relief. And that was such a milestone of like, I am now capable of taking care of myself and standing up for myself again. Good job, Ginger. 10 points to Gryffindor. <laughs> That's not true. I'm a Hufflepuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Time for the fan whore appreciation moment. Oh, yeah. This is the part of the podcast where I like to give a shout out to some of the members of my sex positive fan whore community on Patreon. I want to give a shout out to Shauna. Uh, a ginger who apparently played a little bit of rugby. And I think my type of woman, you know, if she's not coordinated enough to do roller derby, my kind of gal plays rugby. Just saying. All right. Thank you to Rayshana. What's up, girl? Hey, uh, fellow history buff. I love it. I want to I wanna know what type of history you're into. Me, myself, New York City history. But shoot me an email. Let's uh, let's chat. And thank you to Kim Norton, who is just this MILF in Texas, who I am so glad is a fan of the show. Thank you all so much for your support, and I respect your membership. And you, too, can become a member for as little as $1 per month. Just for a dollar, you get access to our sex-positive discussion group, The Champagne Room, access to bonus episodes, and oh so much more. All you have to do is go to patreon.com slash Podcast. Become a member at patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Podcast. But now let's go ahead and wrap up with Ginger. You said uh, preparing for that conversation, like, is that a type of thing where, like, for years you were talking to yourself in the mirror? Or no, it was. Was it, like, you knew you were going to be seeing him and you prepped? I prepped. I had a, like, I literally had, like, the, we were talking down. about DBT yeah. with the, like, little script. Like, I had a script ready of, like, this is what I'm planning on saying, more or less. Things that I should not bring up. This, this, also this. Don't make it about this. Please stay on point. And by, like, I prepped for, like, two days with some help from my therapist at the time. Um, and that was, the, those were the tools I needed to like, well, that, and I also had someone help me like 
kind of pull him out of the party that we were both at into another room so mm. I could have a conversation privately. A little bait and switch. Hey, want to come get some cake? Basically. Yeah, I'd like some cake. I just imagine he's gross sounding like, yeah, I'd like some cake. Yeah, he's All right, cake. And then he goes in. <laughs> yeah, I'll just be right back with the cake. And then she closes the door and boom. Basically. It's ginger. Uh, let's go with that because that's yeah. a great version of that story. And that's exactly what it's happened. Okay. When I direct your biopic, I'll make sure it looks cinematically just as good. Thank you. I appreciate that. Anytime. It was very cinematic. Mm-hmm. Um, there was that awesome moment of like, I could see him being like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. And trying to like edge out the door and me just And that's when you know he remembers. Because like why else are you edging the fuck away? Yeah, like why are you nervous if you didn't do anything? You didn't do anything. You'd be like, Ginger, babe, haven't seen you in a decade. Look at you all grown up and legal, which makes me uninterested. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. At the time I was fifteen, he was thirty. Yeah. And he had a girlfriend back home. So you just told off a forty year old. Yeah, basically. Anytime you can say, you know, tell a tell a uh, someone an elder to fuck off is just a wonderful it's a, thing. It's a great it's day. Great yeah, he he started edging out of the door, and I just stepped right into his personal space and closed out the doorway and just stood in it and looked right in his eyes and just kept kept talking, mm-hmm. just like not stopping. Like, no, no, you don't get to you don't get to leave. I didn't get to run away from what you did to me, so you don't get to run away from me confronting you about it. Also, suck my dick, bitch. Mm-hmm. Anyway, how did uh, how did the experience with the, the Staples guy? The reason how I- did that how does that was that does is the feeling you already described the how that was similar to what happened at fifteen in the this is I shouldn't be doing this but I'm gonna see where it goes yeah um how else was that different or similar well it was it was a little different in that he was much closer my age um and I I did like. We talked like I actually liked him on a personal mm. level. Yes, he was too old for me, um, obviously. But I depending on the state you were in, yeah, right. Uh. Um, or and depend, yeah, depending on like you know societal laws, and that's there's like a reason those are the laws. Um, but I, I was also like I was attracted to him. Sure, sure. Like that was that was the sensation. I was like, oh, I. I'm into you. I'm like have a chemical reaction kind of attraction to this person. You're opting into this one, whereas exactly. the other person it was more just was... like, uh, I guess this is happening now. Okay. Like what happened at 15 happened to you, but you know the thing at 16 was more like this is happening. Like I am, I am doing. I this am. Too. I am up for a certain amount of this, and then mm-hmm. when it. Got to a certain point where I was like, oh, you're trying to go to another place. He's trying to fuck. No, I, and that's the thing. Like, I said when we walked into his house, I was like, just so you know, I'm not having sex with you. And he okay. was like, okay, that's fine. Um, but he did start taking off my clothes, and I was like, no, I, I thought maybe I would be okay with this, but I'm not. Mm-hmm. So I like shut my shirt back down. I got up, and I was like, I'm just, I'm going to go now. And he tried to make me, he tried, he tried to make me stay. And he, well, may, I mean, just, just, no, no, he, he, he like came up, he like, he stood, he kind of stood in front of the door between me and the door. And that made me really, really nervous. And I, sure. I just, you know, he was trying to talk to me. I was just like, are you not going to let me leave? Like, cause I'm not, I just have to be direct with people. I just looked at him and was like, are you not going to let me leave? And he seemed very like 
he was so shocked by my directness that he was like, no, I mean, of course. I mean, look, when you phrase it, yeah, he's like, uh, well, when you, you phrase it like that. Exactly. Oh. You put someone on okay. the spot like that. And he was like, yeah. He like, he like yeah, turned, he, he like stepped out from in front of the door. He like he opened, opened the door it, for you. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, okay, bye. Some, like, some people You have need... not been a terrible person, mm-hmm. but I, I just don't want this. Sure. Some, sometimes you just need to be that direct because uh, mm-hmm. sometimes people don't realize, like, I've never thought about the concept of standing between a person and a door before. Mm-hmm. And then when people bring that up, I'm like, oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. So so it's, I'm, I'm at 16, I'm, I'm impressed that you br- said so directly what it was he was doing that he probably had no idea. Exactly. Consciously, at least that, you know, he's yeah, doing. Yeah, of course. I never even wanted to learn how to do that. Mm-hmm. That just seemed like a, it's a waste of time. Yeah, like, well, I my mean, time is precious. Sure, friend. but at sixteen, like you need you needed to be direct mm-hmm. to get out of a mm-hmm. situation you didn't want to mm-hmm. be in, and you know many don't. And I'm happy you That's did. True. Well, wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, uh, Ginger, thank you for for sharing that. I appreciate that. We're yeah. time, aren't we? Yeah. Damn it. Well, no, you spend so much time on Staples guy and like creepy family friend and your empowerment that. They've drowned out your college, which oh, is fine. Man. It's more than okay. Okay. Um, well, I mean, Ginger, thank you so much for chatting with me. Do you have um? Do you mind if we did maybe like another ten minutes for like a bonus episode for you? Go off and play D and D. Yeah, sure. My character can wait. She's pansexual <laughs> and polyamorous. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, yeah, sure. All right. Well, for now, why don't you go ahead and say goodbye to everybody? Bye, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Well, just one last one last thing. We're sure we don't remember my kissing. No, but... Damn. Okay, it's all right. Not memorable. I got to work harder. That's fine. It's <laughs> fine. Uh, Ginger wanted me to tell y'all that she has a sex blog, a a sexy Tumblr that she runs. Um, it is philosopherstoneunturned.tumblr.com. Yes, that is an allusion to the Harry Potter because there's no reason you can't make Potter sexy. Uh, there'll be a link in the show notes to her Tumblr play- page. Uh, I want to thank Ginger for coming on and sharing all that with us. Uh, let me know what you thought about her episode. You can hit me up on Twitter and Instagram at TheBillyPresita. Use the hashtag ManWhorePodcast so I can find what you thought. Uh, of course, I would love if you would go like the Podcast Facebook page. Again, people, search the Podcast. You are not looking for Billy Presida. Uh That is my private space. Thank you. Uh, you know what's not a private space? My email inbox. That's where I want to hear from you. That's where I want to read all your things. That's where I want to answer your questions. Send your comments, your questions, your booby pictures to manwhorepod at gmail.com. Of course, you know, nudes are accepted in any form and fashion, so you're welcome to tweet those out too. <laughs> uh, and of course, become a member of my fan whore community on Patreon. Head on over to patreon.com slash podcast. Oh, oh, I almost forgot. I am going to be at the Brooklyn Sex Expo, uh, September 22nd and September 23rd. Could I have stitched this into the intro? Sure. But maybe this is just more reason for y'all to always finish 
the uh, the show every week. Uh, listen to the end. Yes, Brooklyn Sex Expo is free to attend. I'm going to be in a booth with some fellow sex podcasters. Uh, David Piccolomini from Tinder Tales, uh, Spring and Andrew from The Sex Rap, and Sabriel from Ilrotic. So come by, say hello to us, buy a shirt, uh, enter to win a raffle. Anyways, uh, next week we have, yes, my episode from Desire Resorts down in Mexico. You're in for one hell of a treat. That is not an episode you're going to want to miss. But until next week, everyone, enjoy yourselves and stay slutty. Stay slutty.